0: The coven was here. Iris always said it wasn't a coven, because the only people who believed in covens were the sort of people who got overexcited about witches dancing naked under the full moon, and it was too bloody chilly for that in Highgate, thank you. Whatever they were called, there was a hell of a lot of cackling when they came round. Poppy loitered in the upstairs hallway, clutching Malkin as if he alone could protect her from Iris's friends. Given that Malkin was... Whilst technically a witch is familiar, also just an overweight tomcat, this didn't seem likely. But she appreciated the company. She had to go into the kitchen for tea and toast, and to find her phone and, well, to see if there were any clues as to what had made her wake up this morning, not just with a crashing hangover, but a horrible sense of foreboding. What did I do last night, Malky? She whispered to the cat, who purred hopefully at her his thoughts entirely focused on second breakfast. If she'd done anything that affected the household last night, Malkin would know, and he wasn't shy about telling her. But currently all he was interested in was his next meal, and Poppy's hair, which was in a combative mood this morning. As she made her way down the stairs, the cat batted and swiped at the curling strands, dislodging a couple of large hairpins as he did. Poppy winced as they clattered on the wooden treads. Maybe she'd lost her phone. Maybe that was why she felt this sense of dread. Poppy had a pretty sweet deal when it came to cheap rent in exchange for housework, but her wages at Hubble Bubble didn't exactly cover the amount of phones she lost. Iris said she'd never known anyone so chaotic. Malkin grumbled and hissed at her hair, and she shushed him a bit too loudly. Well, the dead arose and appeared to many cried one of the coven, and Poppy winced. I wouldn't say that around here, Sylvia, said Iris placidly. What with it being so close to Samhain and the cemetery only just there, is a figure of speech, Sylvia said. When you're a witch, nothing is a figure of speech, said Fiona with feeling as Poppy entered the kitchen. It was a large room, made larger by the Grand Victorian Conservatory that overlooked the excessively verdant garden. And yet, it still wasn't large enough to contain Iris's friends. There weren't many of them, but each one had an ego about the size of Jupiter, so it was a bit of a squeeze when they decided to meet up for coffee. This morning, they appeared to be trying to do the crossword, whilst also holding a loud conversation about bees, and eating all the brownies Poppy had made whilst complaining they were really terrible. Which, in fairness, they were.